should not believe that. Hello, this is Melissa Libby and welcome to Mom Treading Water. Today, I am very excited for our guest. Other than the episode of getting to know you with my two children, this person is by far my favorite guest to have on Mom Treading Water. And since we are on the first anniversary, or as I've been calling it, our first birthday, it only seems apropos. But before we get into all of that, if this is your first time joining Mom Treading Water, thank you for joining us. If you are returning, thank you for all of the support and the encouragement. I think today you are absolutely gonna find today's episode to be a treat. If you have not already, please do rate, review, subscribe, and share Mom Treading Water. Each time you do that, it does help with the analytics and with the growth of Mom Treading Water. Greatly appreciate if you could help me out. Now you can follow us on Facebook under the name of Mom Treading Water. We are also on TikTok, we are on Instagram, and we are on YouTube. So check all of those out there. And we're now on Pinterest too. We're moving on up. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter at momtreadingwater.com backslash subscribe. All of that information will be in the show notes. All right, friends, it's time to get to it. In many episodes, I always mention one particular man. He is the best man I know, an amazing father, an amazing husband, and in my eyes, he sets the standard how others should live their lives. Today, friends, I am very excited to introduce my kind, loving, and extremely handsome husband, James. James, thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. All right, James. Obviously, James and I have talked a little bit, and today I'm going to kind of throw some questions at James about things that I typically feel like I talk about on other episodes regarding James. And one of the top ones, no doubt, is that not only is he a good husband, he's a great husband. I mean, I really, honestly, I, I do wonder what I did to deserve you, and then I wonder what you did so terrible to be stuck with me. So that's a whole, I guess, I don't know, maybe you had a past life or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. I love being <laughs> married to you. Oh. Thanks. I love being married to you. What do you think you do? What what characteristics do you think make a good husband, a great husband, a committed husband? I think one of the hardest things to do is to figure out when your partner or your wife or whatever you have in your life needs help or wants, uh, wants you to do something like take the kids for a little while because she's ready to or they are ready to just lose it they need a break um it's hard for me i get up early and usually by the end of the day i'm my patience is thin i just don't have it but you just have to do what you have to do to make it to the end of the line on friday and try to do something fun with the family and it's not always fun. It's a lot of times frustrating for me. And for folks who haven't listened before, James gets up before 4 a.m. every single morning. 
five days a week, and even on weekends sometimes, just automatically gets up that early. And when he gets up that early in the morning, he is usually doing things around the house, doing stuff in the garage. And I do have to attest, James, two days in a row, not one and not two, and this is not my birthday, Mother's Day, any form of celebration, I slept in two days in a row. I mean, like, disgustingly slept in. And he just, he just takes the reins. But I, I think you make a good point when you say that to know what your partner needs. And I guess vice versa, that sometimes I don't know what you need. And James and I have talked about this, that there are many times that I'll see in mom groups people complaining about their partners, their spouses, saying they're not getting the help they need, they're not getting the support they need. And coincidentally, I just saw one today that said the same thing. And I was happy to see about three moms said, have you talked to him? Have you told him? And sometimes it feels like it's that easy is just to try to have communication. But you just have to make sure I think the other person you know is going to tell you truthfully. I think maybe sometimes it might be hard for the other spouse to understand what the husband or wife are doing also. Um, Melissa doesn't see what I do at work all day or how my day went. I might have had to deal with a bunch of emotions at work with other employees and had to be patient with that and then have to come home and be patient with two young children <laughs> <laughs> and one old wife people one old wife and one rambunctious dog and I, I i think the hard part for spouses that spend time away from each other is to understand what each of them do to contribute to the overall household productivity, meaning I plow the driveway, I shovel the driveway, I mow the grass, I maintain all the vehicles and all the equipment that maintains our house. And maybe some wives or partners don't see that as a contribution to the household, but it's things that need to be done to make our house a welcome place and a safe place for our kids to to be. No, absolutely. And we live in Maine, so snow removal is not not a luxury. It's a necessity, or we would never leave our house for months on months on end. And no, I, I think that's a that's a really really valid point. I, I, there's been an episode, and I have a blog article about it, saying the three reasons why my husband does not help, and specifically use the word help, and. James, I, you, 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 I mean, I'm not saying you don't contribute, but what I mean by that is that we're a team, right? And we, and we work together and we do things. And as you're saying this, I'm realizing that I need to probably be more conscientious about all the things that you do, because you do so much. You really do. You really do. I, I, I mean, it's gotten a little easier for me now, now that I'm not with the kids 24-7 in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, that was... I love our children so very much, but that was a challenge for all of us, as many folks can probably relate to. But you are always amazing about just coming in and trying to give me a break. And even some nights when I'm like, I just don't feel like making dinner. Either you'll be cool with doing a takeout or you'll make dad breakfast sandwiches or 
Hot dogs and beans. Hot dogs and beans. You know what? Right? Our primary care physician, the best thing she ever said was, cereal is dinner. Cereal's dinner. It's okay, friends. Every night it's not going to be perfect because none of us are perfect in that. And that's okay. That has to be okay. Right? Uh, trying to be per- perfect is going to make you eventually lose it because no one can be perfect. So what do you think is the kids, their favorite thing that they get to do with dad? I would say Jackson's easily is playing Legos Mm -hmm. constantly. Kid is asking me all the time, dad, can we play Legos? And I'm like, oh man, I got, I just got rid of the blisters from the last time (laughs) we played. Are those the blisters on your hands or your feet from walking all over the Legos? Oh, easily the hands, the the feet. I can, I can deal with that once in a while. Gosh. What do you think for Mickey? Mickey? That's a toss-up. I She likes to get me ready for a date to go out with my lovely wife. Oh, I love that. Um, about once or twice a week, um, she'll come over, put her hands next to, next to her mouth and whisper quietly, and she's usually not quiet, <laughs> uh, say, Dad, we got to get you ready for a date. And I'll be like, where are we going? And she'll be like, oh, we're going to get you ready to go out with mom for movie night or something, you know, and and uh, so she'll comb my hair and then put a wet towel on my eyes. It's usually super cold. And uh, she'll do my nails. A couple of times I've forgotten to take the nail polish off and gone to work, and I got a lot of compliments. Hey, that's all that matters, right? Yeah. <laughs> But, but I, I, I sorry. No, I, I think do. I think her her one of her favorite things to do is go in the side by side with me and go fast. And I always say, "Don't tell mom," and, which is really only a joke because yeah. we don't we don't keep secrets like that from each other. I think yeah. I hope I think yeah hope. no yeah. <laughs> no we go fast. <laughs> oh yeah, I know you go fast. I I know I know. She pretends she can keep a secret from me, but you know she can't, which is good. I I'll take that. That's definitely a win. What would you say to moms when they feel like they're they're struggling with that? That they're like I see, I, and I I do want to start with this disclaimer before I finish that sentence. That it's one side of a story. You you I'm basing it off a post. You're not seeing what the whole situation is. So there could be more. But when moms say, "Yeah, my husband comes in and all he does is." go into our basement and plays video games all day or he goes outside and he has beers or and he doesn't help with baths or dinner or and sometimes it does seem like it's moms who have little ones so they really are genuinely home the whole time with kids uh i'll be honest i i did not enjoy little babies that's not my thing the poop the puke, <laughs> the, the bottles, the late nights. That was probably the least fun I've had with the kids. Now that they're growing up and, and their personalities are coming out, I have so much more fun with them. Um, for a, a, a spouse to come home and and want to be alone, I don't know what to say. There's days that I just want to be alone because I have... Only my ride to work and my ride home 
of time alone. My, my time is always shared with other employees at work or my family at home. Or I, I do get some time alone on the lawnmower or the snowblower. I should take that back. But those, those are the times that I get alone and the quiet time that I get. But it's not really quiet time. I'm still doing stuff. So I, I think the spouse should probably try and take a look at what, what their spouse does in a day and understand that, yeah, you had kids all day, but what did, what did they do? And, and, I, and I, just knowing how we live, I don't think you think that's an excuse for every day never to help or never to do anything or never, I'm not saying help, contribute. I don't think you're necessarily no. saying that. But, and correct me if I'm wrong, but what it sounds more like what you're saying is try to make, make sure you are looking at that other person's perspective. Yeah, it, it takes both of you to, to make a home for your family. It's not something that just one person can do on their own. Agreed. You need you need two people to to really contribute a, a lot of time and energy to to make sure your home's a, a happy, safe place to be. And it it's not always easy. No, and to single parents, man, huge shout out because I, I couldn't even imagine what that must feel like. It has to be such a such a challenge, and I mean, I'm sure folks can probably re relate to both sides of that. It really does sound like communication is always the key. And also with that said, abuse is never an acceptable method of communication ever at any point in the time. So whether that means that someone is is hitting you, being emotionally abusive, being psychologically abusive. That's never, ever an option. That's never a form of communication. That is never acceptable. And like other podcast episodes, I will be sure to put resources in there if you feel like you might be in those situations and you need some help. And I mean, clearly we have never been in that situation, right? Ever. No, and I, I will say that growing up in a in a home that <clears throat> had one parent that consumed a lot of alcohol at times, that was that was tough for me, and I go out of my way not to drink because I don't want that for my children, and I don't want that for me, but. It's tough. I mean, again, what's the other person going through to to want to do that or to feel the need to do that, to to unwind at the end of the day or to to make it through the next day? I, I don't know. Um, but something like that at home is is for me a, a difficult thing to see with other families uh, when I do see it because right. it's so so close to to my being we uh, we do not serve alcohol at children's parties and we did get a little not push back but a little shock when we said there will be no alcohol at our children's parties because well it's a child's party and there were points where we felt like we couldn't one have it because 
people who would drink would not be able to do it responsibly. But it's just not our, our lifestyle. And not and not to say that listen, I have a glass of wine, I'm not I'm not gonna be a hypocrite about it. Um and James, you and my occasion will have a beer. Yeah. But not in a way that we're unable to care for our children. I yeah, I don't like to get to a point where I don't feel that I could make good decisions, safe decisions, and take care of the safety of my family, um, and and have a difficulty doing it. And we never want to give a perception that we have a perfect marriage, that we one hundred percent always see on the same page, that we don't have disagreements. However, we have never yelled at each other. We've never had a like a scream out, yell, fight, throw things, whatever, ever. I think it's because neither one of us like it. No, typically I'd rather just go someplace and cool off and and think about what's going on rather than yell. It it's exhausting. It is. My mom was a yeller, and I remember being young, about 16, and I said, I- I'm done. I- I'm not yelling anymore. I'm done. It's exhausting. That went over like a lead balloon, and I mean, I, I don't blame her. She probably was annoyed because <laughs> I wasn't partaking, and you know, some of that's learned behavior, whatever it may be. But yeah, we definitely are not yellers. Although we do enjoy spending time together, there are funny little parts about us because uh, certain ways we are very, very different people. Agreed? I, I do agree, but you spin water and oil fast enough and they will mix up. That was a good little analogy. Thanks, hon. All right, so let's see. Um, can we ever agree on a movie? Oh, that's awful. It's like murder. It really is murder. It's torturous. Those are the best movies, though, when they have murder in them. Right, exactly. And those ones freak me out, and I cannot have any part of it. Um, Let's see. How was it when we first met in dating and the transition to healthier foods? It was a little murderous for me. Um, (laughs) A lot of murder. my, my, uh, (laughs) My... My body was used to the yucky food that I'd been eating for a long time. Um, now, after 11 years, um, we just went to Florida recently, and I-, I couldn't wait to eat a little bit of lettuce by the oh. time we got there after having McDonald's the whole way down. And I was like, oh, my belly, and it just felt like a lead balloon. That was Mama Victory right there in that moment. I was like, that's right. Victory. Ah, victory. Yeah, I didn't really want to say that to you. I know you did. (laughs) All right. And now, could we ever go into business together? No. Oh, God, no. No, absolutely not. I I think you could probably do the books at home, and I'd do all the work, but I don't want any help out on whatever I'm working on. Oh, we we could never work together. I think even in that capacity, we could never work together. I think it would be such a strain on our marriage. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I think we do have a great marriage. Yeah, we, we both enjoy different things. I, I think that's probably why we can always find something to fun to do with the kids is I would probably take them on the side-by-side or go fishing or camping or something like that and melissa will take them to community theater and things like that that i would have never done had i 
been a single parent, um, it it certainly takes a, a global view of things to raise well-rounded individuals. Yeah, absolutely agree. And I listen. I never would have done things like fishing. And we're not going to hurt James's ego by admitting that I am better at fishing. I'd like you to show me the proof of that. Oh, um, I don't think that picture exists anymore. Um, I will make sure that picture exists. Once it's online, it never goes away, my man. Never goes away. Oh. <laughs> All right, James. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for, for chatting with us and celebrating one year. And I, I will have to say James has been my biggest supporter and advocate on this crazy adventure of mom treading water He's been all for it and continually encourages me. So thank you, James. You you really are, a, I mean, not only just an amazing man, but you're an amazing husband, uh, amazing dad, amazing person. I mean, you're such an amazing role model for our children. And I honestly could not ask for a better partner in life. So thank you. I love you. I, I really appreciate that. I just want to say to everyone that it's not easy it doesn't happen overnight and it takes a lot of work to to make it work mm-hmm. um and uh and i really hope you're successful with your podcast because you work like it's a full-time job it does feel like a full-time job lately to tell you the truth and if you don't believe me i can show you a big pile of laundry that and dishes that will prove that it is <laughs> i love you very much thank you james love you too all right thank you everyone for joining us today and please be kind to yourself and be kind to others